0: From the Mercy One studio. John Leonetti in the Morning is underwritten by Golden Rule Heating and Cooling, Bell Construction, Five Sons Nature Scapes, and Blessman International.
1: Welcome in, everyone. John Leonetti in the morning here on Iowa Catholic Radio, 1150 a.m., 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM. We're streaming online, iowacatholicradio.com, and everywhere you are on the free Iowa Catholic Radio app. And a Holy Thursday to all of you right now as we enter into the Tritium, the shortest season on the Church's calendar. Deacon Randy Keel coming up here soon. We're going to talk a little bit about Easter Sunday uh, as well, and we we'll talk about what first and or second reading, but we 'll also enter into the sacred tritium here with Deacon Randy Keel in the readings Deacon Dave O 'Brien coming up at seven fifteen today. Love having Deacon Dave O 'Brien on Deacon Dave, uh, especially during this time of year. The man has uh, taught me more about the cross and the crucifixion and the death of our Lord. Why that is so impactful than probably anyone in my life, and uh, I love having him on just to highlight that for all of us and our listeners as we enter especially into a Good Friday tomorrow. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now, going to preview what she has coming up on this Holy Thursday at 9 o'clock. And Alessandro DeSanto today at 745. He's the co-founder of Hollow, and I think this is a really neat uh, website. Plus app and it's basically tools uh, and I think it's designed more for your phone. Uh, but I'm going to talk to him all about this. But it's basically tools to be able to help you pray. Uh, and uh, he came from a background that looks like an impressive background here from Goldman Sachs and private equity and now leads their growth efforts uh, as well as they've got four other full time people working on this thing. And uh, I'm looking forward to highlighting it. I know they have a 24 hour rosary uh, coming up as well over the weekend. So we'll talk to Alessandro DeSanto coming up at 745. Mark Amadeo with your news and sports weather straight from the desk of channel 13 meteorologist Megan Sowa. We'll have your saint of the day coming up in the second half hour as well again all on this holy thursday friends here we are it is thursday april 9th let's go to deacon tony valdez with our morning offering
2: god our father we offer you our day we offer you all our thoughts words joys and sufferings in union with the heart of jesus holy spirit be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love mary mother of jesus and the church pray for us amen Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo now with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark
3: Amadeo. Hello, sir. Hello, John. Uh, happy Holy Thursday to you on this uh, early April day. we got a little, uh, not too bad out right now. We're going to have a lot of wind today. So, uh, this would be a good day to teach your son how to uh, fly a kite and uh, you may lose, you may need a couple of kites. Uh, you may lose yeah. one. Hey, you you must
1: be uh, uh, listening because uh, we've been talking about the, the last couple of days. In addition to that, my daughter has been building her own kite, so we'll see how well that flies. Uh, in the meantime, but yes, today is that day.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's see. Winds today, 25 to 35 miles per hour, gusts up Ooh. to 45 miles per hour, and a wind advisory beginning at nine o'clock so you may want to do that here in the next hour and a half makes me
1: feel better if i'm <laughs> running i can get that wind at my back and run faster
3: <laughs> you won't have anything to worry about uh, there my friend so Great. yeah oh my we're gonna have a much different uh, easter uh, weekend aren't we with uh, the coronavirus the pandemic set in everybody self-quarantine and uh, social distancing gonna be different john
1: yeah, well, you know, entering into the darkness of of the triduum here uh, of Holy Thursday and Good Friday in a, in a real way, a way that we've never experienced before. So, I, this could be good for us. It might be painful, mm-hmm. but you know, the cross was painful too.
3: Yeah, that's true. And uh, I, I remember as as a youngster, we used to uh, shut everything down. Good Friday, you uh, you wouldn't have we wouldn't have anything on from noon to about uh, three four o'clock. Uh, Mom and Dad shut everything down. We couldn't do anything, and uh, we just sat around and. Uh, You know that's kind of the respect that we had for what was going on, and uh, obviously Holy Thursday, a very special day, and the washing of the feet would normally go on today and tonight in most of the uh, parishes.
1: Yes, it would, and and you know a couple days ago, Kara's story came on, and she just did a great job, and she uh, she recommended uh, washing feet in the family, and so that's something we might try tonight as well. So I thought that was pretty cool.
3: That is. I, I remember that. I remember sending you a text about her. What what time slot did she get? Did she get the 7.05 and 7.35 time slot for News, Weather, and Sports? Did you give her well, that or what been, else?
1: She's in the running with her husband's time slot right now, so we'll see how
3: that works out. <laughs> You're going to preempt Adam for his wife, Kara. Oh, breaking news know. on we'll Iowa see. Catholic Radio. That's great. <laughs> Very nice. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning from the WHO TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwa. Currently at the Mercy One Studios in the morning. we have partly cloudy skies, 37 degrees, a west wind at just 7 miles per hour. That'll change today as we'll see increasing clouds throughout the day. We could see an isolated shower. Today's high, 50 degrees, but the entire state will be under a wind advisory beginning at 9 o'clock this morning. Northwest winds today, 25, gusting to over 35 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 40. 5 miles per hour here in central iowa so be mindful of that when you're outdoors tonight partly cloudy overnight low of 29 degrees and then tomorrow on good friday partly cloudy a high of 54 degrees on holy saturday cloudy and rain later in the day a high of 56 degrees and on easter sunday rain changing over to snow we could see that wintry mix here in central iowa a high of 51 degrees we could even see some blowing snow in parts of the state as temperatures will be falling on easter sunday well in the news on this holy thursday morning uh, the metro waste of authority says spring cleanup. Uh, in Des Moines, and 10 surrounding metro communities are canceled due to the coronavirus uh, pandemic. Now, communities whose uh, spring cleanups are postponed include Altoona, Bondurant, Clive, along with Des Moines, Grimes, and Johnston, Mitchellville, Pleasant Hill, Runnels, Urbandale, and West Des Moines. Now, residents can still take large items to the Metro Park East Landfill, and that's located at 12181 Northeast University Avenue. That's eight miles east of the Highway 65 bypass exit in Pleasant Hill off East University. University, and they'll be open regular hours. Now, if you want more information, uh, you just log on to whereitshouldgo.com. Whereitshouldgo.com is their website, or call 515-244-0021. Well, in other news, the governor's office and the Iowa Department of Public Health reported yesterday there are 97 new cases of the coronavirus here in the state of Iowa, for a total of 1,145 cases, with no additional deaths reported on Wednesday. Currently, there are 27 deaths as a result the virus here in the state of Iowa. Now the coronavirus has been reported in, in 79 of Iowa's 99 counties. Currently there are 122 patients uh, hospitalized and being treated for the virus. The good news is 1,151 people have tested negative for a total of 12,821 negative tests for the coronavirus. Today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print and all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely. Uh, the uh, spring sports season could still begin on May 1st depending on if they uh, get the go-ahead. That, that includes Includes girls and boys track, soccer, golf, and tennis. Currently at the Mercy One Studios in Des Moines, we have partly cloudy skies, 37 degrees, a west wind at seven miles per hour. Today we'll see increasing clouds, chance of an isolated shower, a high of 50 degrees, but a winds of wind advisory in effect beginning at nine o'clock this morning. We'll see northwest winds today at 25, gusting to over 35 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 45 miles per hour here in central Iowa, so be mindful of that if you're out and about. And this has been Iowa Catholic Radio News weather and sports on this holy thursday uh, john leonetti show morning and coming up jimmy olson and he has your morning traffic report i'm mark Amadale.
0: iowa catholic radio news and sports our year-round coverage of dowling catholic high school sports and activities is sponsored in part by construction professionals dental associates Kemen, and mercy medical center thank you for supporting iowa catholic radio eleven fifty a.m FM 94.5 FM and streaming at iowacatholicradio.com
2: Traffic
4: on Iowa Catholic Radio not a bad drive for you this morning. Lots of construction to be on the lookout for. Flewers Drive, Highway 65 there by Pleasant Hill on the bypass. Also i 35. lots of construction there and then throughout the city. So just keep an eye open for posted detours or reduction in lanes. Thanks to Builder Ken for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken Construction has a transparent team strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
2: All right, let's go to Deacon Randy Q right now. Hello, Deacon. This is Deacon Tony. John, I can't get a hold of Deacon Randy right now. I'll keep trying. We'll
1: keep trying this morning. No problem. Uh, Friends, I I wanted to share this with you. I thought this was really cool. A team of young Chicago priests are now answering the call to anoint COVID-19 patients. This story coming out of a Catholic news agency, it broke yesterday, and I thought this was really neat. The Archdiocese of Chicago, they've assembled a team of 24 priest volunteers, all under the age of 60 and without any pre-existing conditions. So that's what you have to meet to administer sacramental anointing of the sick to Catholics with COVID-19 during the coronavirus pandemic. So Father Matthew O'Donnell, he's a pastor of St. Columba's Parish on the city's south side. And he's been part of this team now for about three weeks uh, and told Catholic News Agency that so far he has anointed two people with COVID-19. Quote, I know that all of us who are doing this ministry in Chicago right now are doing it because we believe that this is what we're called to do as priests to be present to people. And I think all of us are knowledgeable of the risks, but the importance of the sacrament outweighs that. And you talk about priests putting themselves on the front line here, friends, uh, this, this story really inspired me. Uh, the Archdiocese is divided into six vicariates, or regions. Within each one, O'Donnell said the Archdiocese wanted to ensure that there were at least four priests available that could handle the vicariate's anointed needs. Uh, so I, I just I really thought this was an inspiring story. You can go to catholicnewsagency.com to check it out. Uh, but yeah, a team of young Chicago priests going in where a lot of people are going out. Uh, But going into where the nurses and the doctors are and to do what it is that they've been ordained to do to save souls. We've got Deacon Randy Keel right now. Hello, Deacon. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to you and a holy Thursday to you this morning. We're going to go first and or second reading today.
5: We are going to go into the second reading, Book of Acts. We've got to talk about what Luke is talking to us about setting up this church.
1: And this is for Easter Sunday, correct?
5: This is for for Easter Sunday.
1: That's right. For Easter Sunday is where I went it okay sounds good to me the exactly. church is being the church is being built here's the beginning stages of it it wasn't as clean or easy as you might think friends uh, it was just as messy as it is right now uh, if not even messier right <laughs> so I think of
5: like we, we think of going through scary times and we think of also how many people in our country are going through trauma of different level right now. Well, here we have a glimpse into the apostles' trauma of what they were going through and how Luke was responding to it to the believers who were from a deep history. See, the backdrop of Acts takes us all the way back to the covenant of Abram, all the way up through the different conversions he was bringing through, moving that salvation was not only for the Jews, but he was was offered for all. That's what the Gentiles means. The word Gentile means for everybody non-Jew, which was so foreign to these people. And Luke is making a special um, proclamation of verbal, verbal proclamation of the gospel. Remember, the gospels, as we know them in writing, were not written yet. So the, the sense of proclaiming the good news is what Luke is recording how Peter here is giving one of his Oh, it's a speech, but it's, it would be probably like his third sermon set up in the construct of this book about, about Cornelius' conversion and about some visions that they've had. And I want to accentuate a couple verses that we have here for this Sunday. And we can read this in today's world and kind of be a little ho-hum about it because we're desensitized in ways, but imagine the passion that Peter was saying when he said, they put him to death by hanging him on a tree. Mm. And then he said, this man God, God raised him up on the third day and granted that he would be visible. You see, the apostles did not understand the crucifixion of Jesus Christ. They didn't understand that he had to die. They didn't understand that he had to be desecrated in the lowest form of death. That the human beings declared, they gave the verdict, he would be put to death in the lowest form. Back in the Old Testament, it speaks that the most dishonorable death is to be hanged. And they gave the verdict that this man who proclaims to be of the highest level now deserves the most dishonorable level. Isn't that almost a picture of what Lucifer did? In as the serpent tempting Eve in the garden. Hey, you can you can eat that fruit and you will be the highest person on the earth because he was hanging. He himself was hanging from a tree tempting Eve, but he was actually the lowest creature on this earth. So mankind thought they were dishonoring Christ to the level of making him the lowest of all. But on the third day and I want to explain that day one is the day he was crucified, Day two is the day he spent 24 hours in the grave, ministering to the souls of the dead, and day three is the day of his resurrection. And sometimes people get we, we can get confused with what does three days mean? That's what three days mean. But while they didn't necessarily understand his death, they fully understood what resurrection meant. This is. This is now. We know. Our Savior. This is about a new kingdom. This is the one that came to save us from how people dwell in a kingdom on this earth to a kingdom in heaven. They understood more fully there at this point the glimpses of heaven. That that so that, that my uh, my uh, encourage my exhortation today for all of us listening is as we prepare for Easter going through the Triduum, going through the Passion Week that we are in right now, that we enter, boom, 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 here we go.
1: Everything's changed. Everything changed from that moment that our Lord rose from the dead, and especially for those apostles. No more fear. They were no longer afraid. Would you give us your uh, Holy Thursday blessing?
5: I pray for the blessing of Almighty God and the courage of the strength and the hope in Jesus Christ to come and fill our souls. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy
1: Spirit, amen. Thanks, Deacon Randy. Have a great Easter, okay? And to you and your family, John. Thank you. Bye-bye. Deacon Dave O'Brien coming up after this, friends. uh, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. We're going to talk to him about the cross, and deep ways to be able to enter into it. Deacon Dave O'Brien, right after this. Don't go anywhere. John Lee in the morning, right here on this Thursday, April 9th. Thank you to Dean Bell for underwriting the show. I'm going to give Dean a quick call today, just checking in with a lot of my underwriters. Residential re roofs for 30-plus years, and a man who knows that above business is faith. A man committed to running his business with Christian values. Yes, even during this time. 963-4494, roofingankeny.com. That's 963 963- Four four nine four. Support for programming of Catholic Women Now, partially provided by Farm Bureau Agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at cindyschulte.com, 515 226
2: 2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
6: Um.
4: Thank you, Confluence Brewing Company, for underwriting Christ is the Answer with Father Ricardo and for your support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Father Ricardo is featured daily at 11 a.m. Monday through Friday. Confluence Brewing Company is located off the bike trail south of Grays Lake. Confluencebrewing.com. Amazon Smile is a simple way to support Iowa Catholic Radio. When you are shopping on Amazon, consider shopping through Amazon Smile instead. When you do, you get all the same great deals, and your order will also help support Iowa Catholic Radio. All you need to do is choose Iowa Catholic Radio as your nonprofit to support when you first log in, and Amazon will do the rest. Every Amazon Smile order you make, Amazon will donate to Iowa Catholic Radio. Support Iowa Catholic Radio while you shop at smile.amazon.com. And thank you for supporting Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Just a reminder, friends, that there's going to be no show tomorrow on Good Friday, so in uh, in honor of our Lord, and we're going to take a a deep rest, and enter into the tomb with our Lord tomorrow. So no show on Good Friday. It's a holiday here for us here uh, at Iowa Catholic Radio. And because of that, we have Deacon Dave O'Brien here on Holy Thursday to talk about Good Friday as well. Deacon Dave has taught me more on the cross than anyone in my life and is probably the, the first inspiration for me in my faith uh, to be as passionate as, as I am about it. Deacon Dave, thanks for coming on this Holy Thursday.
7: You're welcome, John. It's great to be with you. Double shot of uh, this week of Deacon Dave, right?
1: That's right. That's right. I'm I'm all in for it. Um, the cross. When did you first really understand? And, and none of us are going to fully understand this, but really come to to know the impact or have that impact of the cross had on your life.
7: Well, it, you know, it, it, I, I, there isn't. A, you know, it's like some people say, oh, again, you know, well, it isn't it isn't one event other than the fact that I can tell you how that all led up. And I've, I've explained this, I think to before when I went to Medjugorje after being ordained a deacon in 1988, uh, I met a man over there that was probably one of the, the greatest uh, shroud uh, people going around the, from Hawaii. And he taught at a university somewhere. And uh, I ran into him and he told me about, and you talked to me about how, after studying the structure, there's possibility of one of the thorns going through the eye of Jesus. Lacerating his eye. You know, and I had, I had known the cross, the stations of the cross all my life, all that kind of stuff, you know, growing up in the Catholic Church. But I never really thought about the real suffering of all of it, because it was, you know, it just wasn't something you were used to. You just kind of went through all that. But, boy, when I heard that, I thought, man... I've got to find this out. And I had the guy come into Waynesburg, Iowa, where I was at the time. And he started explaining all the things that were going on in the Shroud. And that's when I, I got to tell you that I really started that. And a year later, you know, I got a pink flip at Waynesburg because they were cutting staff and things like that. And that's how I ended up in uh, at Dowling. And so, you know, I, I continued that studying. And after, you know, my first year of teaching religion at that point. I just to be a biology teacher life teacher right now why we live life right is the thing i do now and and so what happened is i just started really studying you know reading the books on the shroud reading starting to reading some doctor's theories of what was going on there you know and all that suffering and that and, I, and that first year allowed me to implement around holy thursday and good friday all that the, to the kids is we, that's what we would talk about all the time. And then I would start putting on these presentations. So it just kind of grew from all of that, you know, where God had a plan with me that I didn't know was coming. And, uh, but it, it, it really has, it's what gives me, as you know, what gives me my energy, my, it's my very uh, core of making sure people understand what our God did. You know, even when Randy was talking about earlier, you know, Peter and the apostles didn't understand till after the cross and resurrection of Jesus the love of God. See, they they knew about the rules, they knew about all that other stuff, and they followed Jesus and they understood the human love with Jesus. Remember, pe- remember, Jesus was trying to get that out of Peter after the resurrection in John twenty one. You know, do you love me? Do you love me? Peter's understanding a little bit different love now after the resurrection, and that's what that's what motivated that. But it was the idea of that watching him on that cross. That would have impacted everything they did from then on in. Everything I mean, you they put,
1: did, you you put on your own passion before Mel Gibson's passion. You didn't have hundreds of millions of dollars. But, I mean, yeah. I remember the presentation that you had, and you kind of walked yeah. us through. What was the movie you used?
7: It was the Jesus of Nazareth tape, which I was watching, uh, you know, uh, just this week. You know, because it brought back all those memories of the classroom and stuff. So I was watching it and things like that. Tears comes in my eyes because it it was something that uh, I w- was very passionate about, and I put that together with a with a song called "Love Is," and uh, it was kind of like a music video, of Jesus walking with it. But really, what love was? What he what he really did? You know what what he really signed up for? It was just you know. I always think John when he's in the garden. He's you know I've got this new meditation that I think about now that. You know, he's looking off to the right, kneeling in the garden, he's, he's, he's agonizing and everything, he sees the soldiers coming out of the temple with the torches and everything else, you know, because it's night, and he looks up to God and he says, take this cup from me, and then he looks over to the left and he sees his apostles, which were represented there, all all caught up in sin and all caught up in, by the chains of the evil one and everything else, and then he looks at them and he, said, he looks back up at the Father and says, your will be done. You know, in other words, to release them... I've got to go through this, and so he looks at you and me, he looks at myself especially, and says, if Dave will follow me, Father, we'll do this. You know, if they will follow me, I will go through that. I'll let the soldiers come and get me. And So I just think that garden image, and you know, I used to have a big painting in the back of the room, with Jesus kneeling at the cross, looking at kneeling at the rock, and looking at the three crosses on the hill, he's going to suffer, you know, and then over there, the empty tomb. You know, I I had that great of all of that in my classroom to make sure our kids understood the pupils, the understanding pupils, the students, the great kids that I worked with understood what God has done for us, you know, yeah. and, but it wasn't until I had walked through some of that myself that I understood, you know, at least begin to understand that impact and that love, so it, it impacts me everything I do. I mean, You know, even, even as, as I work today, right? I see a lot of suffering, a lot of, and we gotta combine that suffering, even all the tribulation we're going through right now. We gotta, we gotta wrap that around his cross this week. We gotta wrap it around his cross tomorrow and say, Lord, I offer this to you, Lord, for the salvation of souls, for the salvation of the world, to turn the world around.
1: You know, it, you know it's, it's one thing for us to um to understand, you know, the highest feast day on the church's calendar is Easter Sunday. Uh, and it's one thing for us to understand that. But there, there's no Easter Sunday without Good Friday. And that's probably what again you you taught me the most about is the Easter Sunday is our hope the resurrection one day in the end with us, if, if we are faithful and disciples of the Lord, but we don't get there. We don't rise with Christ if we first don't die with Christ. So it, there could be a temptation for us just to become onlookers of the cross. That's where I want to stand, just kind of view it and see it and and thank you, Lord, for it. But, but Jesus asked us to embrace it, to walk with him, to enter into I, the cross. And now, like never before, I mean, we, we have an opportunity to do that.
7: When you watch the Passion this week, you know the Passion that Mel Gibson does, which he just he just you know, and Jesus grabs that cross and he says, "Father, you know, here it is, Father, I've got this." You know, and I stop it right there. I stop that movie and I look at it, and I'm just like kind of the 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 thief that says, "Why are you embracing that? Why are you? What is going on here? Are you some kind of fool? You know, that's that's going to be your executional." Thing and, and, and that. And I, you know, we as people would say that. You know, we, I always image myself standing alongside there and I would say, Jesus, remember I used to do it in the classroom, Jesus, stay down. Stay down, Jesus. Don't go another foot after a third fall, fourth fall, or whatever. Don't go another inch. But he gets back up on his own and continues to go to that cross, knowing he's going to hang there for how many hours. And they wanted you to hang at least uh, three days. On the cross, and sometimes people hung there as many as 10 days on the cross. And so, you know, he just wanted you to, he gets up back again. I keep saying,
8: why is he get up?
7: Stay down. But now I would say, oh, get up, Jesus, get up, Jesus, because it's my salvation. It's my salvation. It's the salvation of all those people in the world if we'll just turn back to him. And so it's just, it's just this opposite, you know, that's what Randy was saying. You know, he comes from the greatest, the highest, and went to the lowest. You know, I am a worm, but not a man, it says right in the, in the psalms. I am a worm, but no man. One of the images that we have and one of the reflections we have of the cross, he became, he became as Father Ricardo would say, a slug. He became a garden slug, you know, to, to die for us and, and to, 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 to get up and understand and open those gates of anybody, anybody, all people who would want that who would want to be with him for eternity, not forcing anybody. That's why he had to do it himself. But we got to be willing to take up that journey, too. We've got to be willing to, to to walk through that. And that's what life is. It's a, it's a life of walking with some of the crosses that we have, uh, combining it with Jesus, understanding that he'll his grace will give us what we need to get through it, just like what we're hoping today, you know, just like what we're hoping today is get us through this, Tremendous cross of this virus that we've got going on, not only in our own country, but in the world.
8: In the world.
7: Turn back to me. Turn back to me.
1: Well, I, I do my best to be able to uh, pass on what it is that you pass on to me, Deacon. I appreciate it all you've done, uh, and, and coming on here each week and, and helping us enter in a little bit more deeply into the cross. Um, have a have a happy triduum. Uh, I know you'll you'll enter in in a real way. Uh, watch the Passion tomorrow, as I will, and uh, we will come out of this risen with our Lord.
7: That's right, John. Think about this thing as you watch that Passion movie. And right at the end is the earthquakes and everything rips apart and everything else. It is the epicenter of our faith. I love that God. image, <clears throat> you know, because we have these epicenters of earthquakes and, you know, we started measuring, well, this was a 6.5 on a Richter, this was a 7. This was life-changing for us. When that earth shakes and he dies on a cross and the tombs are open, right? the tombs are open, right? It, it, it's our epicenter of our faith. It's just the, the center of who we are. Earth shaking, heaven shaking, all of it, right? Ripping that way to open, you know, opening the veil, opening it all to go back to him. That's what we're asking. That's what God is asking. Will you take that step? So, yeah, John, I'm I'm looking forward to this, even though we can't get to the churches and stuff like that, but, you know, I like I said, we're walking it almost every day here, and and trying to help people see, try to people see that this is all going to be turning for salvation. This is our God opening us, opening up the gates of heaven, opening up the gates of heaven for all of us.
1: Deacon Dave O'Brien, Director of Pastoral Care at Mercy Medical Center. Talk to you soon, Deacon. Thanks so much for coming on. God bless you. God bless you, too. Uh, good stuff this morning, friends. I know it always it takes me back, but it also moves me forward. Uh, when I hear Deacon Dave talk about the cross for me, because that's, that's you know, in a very personal way, uh, it, it, it's hit me, but also, you know, in a way where I want to go out and help people understand what our Lord has done uh, there for us as well. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now. Julie Nelson, what's going on?
8: Good morning, John. Well, we are going we are going what we call, you know, unplugged. It's Chris and I today on the show and we are going to we kind of t- entitled the show uh COVID 19 411. You know, we um have some wonderful divine and natural remedies and protections that the Lord has shown to us in these moments, especially in these moments where we're feeling a little vulnerable, a little, a little bit, you know, fearful about what's going on, but we've always seen you know, throughout biblical history the God has always shown ways to, to us to protect and to, that his providence is there. So we have some um, natural and supernatural remedies here today, I guess, to say, to share with others, to um, give them something to feel like God is there with them and, and through all this.
1: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. That's coming up, friends, this morning at 9 o'clock, 9 o'clock in the evening. You can check it out online at iowacatholicradio.com as well. Julie Nelson, co-host of Catholic Women Now, uh, along with Chris Magruder. Talk to you soon, Julie.
8: Thank you, John.
1: All right, Alessandro DeSanto coming up at 745 today, friends, co-founder of hollow uh, and quite the background that this guy has, but in addition to Alessandro, quite the background that this whole team has put together to be able to help you pray. Different apps that you can find in the Google uh, App Store for Android and also in the iPhone App Store, um, uh, the Apple uh, App Store for iPhone and, and just a lot of different tools. They've got a 24-hour rosary coming up we're going to promote as well, but I'm looking forward to learning all about this coming up at uh, 745 today. Don't go anywhere. John Leanetti in the morning right here on this holy thursday thank you to five sons naturescapes landscape and design for underwriting the show you know one of the things that i love about most who support us here at iowa catholic radio is is they love their faith their catholic faith and yes their love for iowa catholic radio the pew family they are no different five sons naturescapes landscape and design have been listeners now for a long time to iowa catholic radio as well as serving families in their landscaping business across central iowa for a long time as well, four nine three ten sixty five suns naturescapes dot com. Thank you for underwriting the show. That's five suns naturescapes dot com.
9: Gospel according to Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus's disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating. Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know of the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, O how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them. And it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us, while he spoke to us on the way and opened the Scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way, and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread the gospel of the lord these disciples are disappointed because jesus wasn't victorious according to their overly simplistic and human standards it's through scripture and the breaking of the bread that they come to a much better understanding of what jesus really meant to accomplish even though it may not happen suddenly Those of us who truly love and know Jesus according to his intention and not ours and act accordingly will be better able to recognize him.
6: Hi, this is Father John Ricardo, and I want to thank Caldwell Parish Funeral Home and Crematory for underwriting Christ is the Answer.
1: Broadcasting outside of the Mercy One Studio, I am in my home broadcasting, and we'll be doing so over the course of the next uh, week at least, and we'll see if it's going to continue on here. But everyone, the social distancing is happening. To stay safe out there, no question about it. And it's working, it looks like, from some of the charts that I'm seeing right now. It's a Holy Thursday today, tomorrow Good Friday, and then, of course, Holy Saturday and Easter Sunday. It is the Sacred tritium, which is the shortest and holiest time of the year. So we enter in in a real way to the cross with our families and those that are uh, closest to us here as we begin this Holy Thursday. Uh, A reminder, no show tomorrow, friends, on Good Friday. That's a holiday for us, and uh, we'll be back Easter Easter Monday. Thank you to Blessman International for underwriting the show, formed in 2001 by Dr. Jim and Beth Blessman. Blessman International is a Christian faith-based mission organization working to meet the needs of impoverished children and families in South African province of Limpopo, and they're still doing it amidst all of this that's going on right now, still sending bags of food into these children's homes for these kids and their families, blessmaninternational.org. Deacon Tony, let's start our morning with our morning offering.
2: God, our Father, we offer you our day. We offer you all our thoughts, words, joys, and sufferings in union with the heart of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our guide and strength today so that we may witness to your love. Mary, Mother of Jesus and the Church, pray
0: for us. Amen. Amen. Let's go to Mark Amadeo with your news and sports. News and sports with Mark Amadeo. Well, sir.
3: Well, good morning, John. How's everything from home? Are you uh, attempting to move up in the uh, wee bowling standings in the Leonetti household this weekend?
1: Now I just let my kids play.
3: Okay, so you've given up.
1: I, I don't need the humiliation.
3: Mm-hmm. I thought so. I knew that was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about? Uh, let's see. What was that? Uh, you were started out cooking, you know, twenty some days ago. When we started this uh, lockdown and uh, self-distancing. You were in the kitchen. Now I understand there is a caution tape, and you are not allowed pa- not past that caution tape. Is that correct? Well, for some reason,
1: we're having leftovers five nights a week. I don't know what that means or what what she's trying to tell me there, but <laughs> yeah, we're we're cleaning things out.
3: John, the reason that happened is because you like the burnt smell, and that is not yeah, a that's smell; true. that's an odor. So that that's one one reason why that that has changed. So no, you're not supposed to have burnt smells. That's why you're out. Burnt toast,
1: burnt grilled cheese. I'm I'm in for it.
3: Yeah, your poor wife, uh, folks. Keep uh, Teresa Leonetti and uh, the three kids in your prayers. The Leonetti household during this time. Uh, <laughs> I think they need a vacation after this is all over with.
8: Without oh, John, with bad about it.
3: Never been around my family this much in my life. <laughs> I'd put something out there, but that wouldn't be very uh, very nice for this uh, time of year. so I, I, you're, you know what I'm thinking right now, I'm sure it's a, it's hey, a different time. Hey John, uh, you know happy Easter to you and, uh, and your family and to all of the folks out there. A lot of people are unemployed right now and that's the ones we want to keep in mind and also the, the sick, uh, whether they're suffering from the virus or other illnesses, uh, we got to keep those folks in mind during this time.
1: Yes, we do. As we said, we carried them with us in the cross yesterday. Our our family prayer time was for them and continues to be for those also that are losing jobs in this and struggling financially. So remember to, to pray for all of those that are suffering in worse ways maybe than we are right now.
3: Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get right to it this morning on this uh, holy Thursday morning from the WHO-TV Channel 13 weather desk and meteorologist Megan Selwell. Currently in the Mercy One studios in Des Moines. Partly cloudy, 37 degrees right now. West winds at 7 miles per hour. And today we will see increasing clouds throughout the day. There is a chance of an isolated shower, a high of 50 degrees. But we have a wind advisory beginning at 9 o'clock this morning. And uh, we'll see winds throughout the day. Uh, northwest at 25 to gusting over to 35 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 45 miles per hour here in central Iowa. So be mindful of that if you're out and about. And tonight, partly cloudy, overnight, low of 29 degrees. And then tomorrow on Good Friday, partly cloudy, a high of 54 degrees. And Holy Saturday, cloudy, a chance of rain in the evening, a high of 56 degrees. And on Easter Sunday, well, we'll see rain changing over to a snow. We could see a wintry mix, depends on where you are in the state of Iowa. High will reach 51 degrees. We'll see falling temperatures and possibly blowing snow by the end of the day on Easter Sunday. Well, in the news on this holy Thursday morning, uh, the Metro Waste Authority here in Central Iowa says spring cleanup days in Des Moines and 10 surrounding metro communities are canceled due to the coronavirus pandemic. Communities whose uh, spring cleanups are postponed include uh, Altoona, Bondurant, Clive, along with Des Moines, Grimes, and Johnston, Mitchellville, Pleasant Hill, Runnels, Urbandale, and West Des Moines. Now, residents can take large items to the Metro Park East Landfill, and that's located at 12181 on Northeast University Avenue, eight miles east of the Highway 65 bypass in Pleasant Hill on East University. And their hours are, are they, they are open regular hours. If you want more information, you can log on to whereitshouldgo.com. Again, the website is whereitshouldgo.com or you can simply call 515-244-0021. In other news, the governor's office and the Iowa Department of Public Health reported yesterday there were 97 new cases of the coronavirus reported here in the state of Iowa for a total of 1,145 cases. There were no additional deaths that were reported on Wednesday. Right now there are 27 people who have died in the state of Iowa due to the virus. The coronavirus has been reported in 79 of Iowa's 99 counties. Currently there are 122 patients currently hospitalized with the virus and being treated. 1,151 people have tested negative for the virus for a total of 12,821 negative tests here in the state. Well, today's sports report is brought to you by Big Red Q Quick Print, and uh, all high school spring sports and activities have been suspended indefinitely, as we've been mentioning. Practices could begin on May 1st for the spring sports if school uh, can reopen. Uh, That includes track, soccer, golf, and tennis, both girls and boys. Today, once again, from the Mercy One studio in Des Moines, currently we have partly cloudy skies, 37 degrees, a west wind at 7 miles per hour, but today we'll see increase in clouds and an isolated shower is possible and a wind advisory beginning at 9 o'clock. Today's high in central Iowa, 50 degrees, northwest winds at 25, gusting to over 35 miles per hour. We could see gusts up to 45 miles per hour at times. And this has been your Iowa Catholic Radio News, Weather, and Sports on this Holy Thursday John Leonetti Show morning. And coming up, Jimmy Olsen, and he has your morning traffic report. I'm Mark Amadeo.
0: Traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
4: Things uh, not too bad for us. We're making that drive in. We do have an accident though, 42nd at I-235, so going to create a bit of a problem there. Also, uh, lots of construction happening around the city, so just follow posted detour signs or uh, just be aware of reduced lanes while making your drive around. Thanks to Builder Ken Construction for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Builder Ken has a transparent team, strengthened by a group of dedicated employees who will execute your project professionally and efficiently. Online at bdconstruct.com. That's traffic on Iowa Catholic Radio.
0: Thank you, Jimmy. Let's go to your Saint of the Day. This is your Saint of the Day on Iowa Catholic Radio.
1: Now, it takes courage to abandon your traditional ways of doing things, but God calls us to encounter him in the edges of our comfort zone, as today's saint learned. Uh, Saint Casilda today uh, was the daughter of a devout Muslim ruler in the southern portion of modern-day Spain. She fell ill and came to the conclusion that her fellow countrymen could not cure her. So she packed her bags and traveled to the Shrine of San Vincenzo in the northern Christian parts of Spain. She was one of the many pilgrims to the shrine to seek the healing waters of the spring at the shrine. Casilda was miraculously healed and converted to Christianity. She decided to live a life of solitude and penance not far from the miraculous spring. It's said that she lived to be 100 years old. Her death likely occurred around the year 1050. We ask today, St. Casilda, to pray for us. Amen. And a thank you to Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law for underwriting our saint of the day, a deacon right here in Des Moines, experienced in wills and estate planning, 224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Coming up right after this, Alessandro DeSanto, co-founder of Hollow, an app to help you learn how to pray. Thursday, April 9th, on this Holy Thursday, your Diocesan Minute is right now.
8: This is your news for the Diocese of Des Moines for Thursday, April 9th. I'm Kelly Mesher Collins. Celebrating a birthday today is Father Bob Aubrey. Father Aubrey is among our retired priests. Happy birthday. The Diocese of Des Moines is offering resources during this unprecedented time of the COVID-19 outbreak. Visit dmdiocese.org coronavirus to find spiritual resources, a list of parishes live streaming mass, a list of family activities, and much more. Also be sure to check out the Diocese of Des Moines Facebook page to watch Bishop Johnson's private Wednesday mass every Wednesday at 1210. During this Holy Week, you can tune into the Diocesan Facebook page for a live stream of the Easter Tridium. We'll be live streaming Bishop Johnson celebrating Mass tonight, Holy Thursday, at 5.30 p.m. Tomorrow, we'll live stream the Good Friday service at 3 p.m. Saturday, we'll live stream the Easter Vigil at 8 p.m. And on Sunday, the Easter Sunday Mass will be celebrated at 10.30 a.m. You can find all these Masses and service at facebook.com slash dmdiocese. Tune in to Making It Personal with Bishop Johnson tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. Bishop Johnson will be visiting with Lynn and Naomi Nealand of Holy Rosary Parish in Glenwood. The Nealands were featured in the latest issue of the Catholic Mirror about the cross they bore when faced with last year's epic flood. The Nealands will talk about the support they received from others and how their faith was deepened in spite of this horrible experience. That's tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. right here on Iowa Catholic Radio. That's your news for the Diocese of Des Moines. I'm Kelly Mesher-Collins.
4: You can enjoy positive and inspiring music to help you through your day on the Iowa Catholic Radio app at iowacatholicradio.com.
1: Support for programming of Catholic Women Now partially provided by Farm Bureau agent Cindy Schulte. Cindy Schulte on the web at CindySchulte.com, 515-226-2111. Cindy and her team know health insurance.
4: Thank you to Bozen the Florist for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio, Dallin Catholic Football, and Catholic Connection with Teresa Tamio.
0: What better way to send a message to a friend or a loved one than a beautiful bouquet of fresh-cut flowers? Hey, this is Tom Bozen from Bozen the Florist. Our family business has been helping central Iowans send messages locally and around the world for almost 100 years. Whatever the occasion, whatever the message, we can help you say more with Bozen. That's 244-ROSE, 244-7673, or visit us at Bozen.com.
1: Thanks for joining me, friends. Tom in the morning, right here on Iowa Catholic Radio, and a thank you to Golden Rule Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling for underwriting the show. GoldenRulePHC.com. coming out for an estimate today at my home. GoldenRulePHC.com. Let's go to the co-founder of Hollow, Alessandro Desanto. Joins me. Hello, Alessandro. Good morning. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming on. What's Hollow?
10: Hollow is a uh, authentically Catholic prayer, and meditation app uh, that
1: leads users through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. I really like this. Um, so I would say it's built more for your phone, correct? Uh, that's correct. So
10: it's currently only available on mobile devices, uh, iPads, iPhones, Android devices. Where did this come from? So the what is now the Halo Team started as a group of friends that went to school together, uh, college, went into different career paths, and then a few years later were circling up on the weekends, talking about some issues they were going through, realized that many of us were dealing with the stress and anxiety that comes with living your life with full email inboxes, texts, tweets, snaps. And, um, you know, we, we found that secular meditation apps have actually become pretty popular. Uh, tried those out, but felt them obviously lacking a, a faith perspective. Uh, asked the former rector of ours, you know, hey, does the church have any of this quote-unquote meditation stuff, uh, which has become pretty popular. And, uh, he literally laughed at us on the phone, said, uh, yeah, we've only been doing it for about 2,000 years. It's called prayer, called contemplative prayer. And, uh, that started us down a journey of, uh, really falling in love with, uh, many contemplative prayer techniques that, that exist in the, in the faith and ultimately feeling called to make those, uh, more
1: accessible to a new generation in, uh, in the form of a mobile app. Yeah, this, this came from us, and, and I, I think that's funny that, um, you know, I, so many right now think that, you know, this is kind of a, a new world, new agey sort of thing, and, and it, meditation has kind of been invented, you know, over the last uh, decade or so, and that just has not been the case, especially within our faith. You have a 24-hour rosary coming up from Saturday night through Sunday night. Uh, now, what, what and how is this going to work?
10: Uh, we're really excited about it. This actually will not include the app itself, just an initiative we got really excited about. You know, this is hopefully the only Easter in our lifetimes where we're we're separated so much from our, uh, obviously, liturgies, but also families. And so we put together a series of 24 kind of awesome leaders from across the faith world, everybody from bishops to speakers to nurses to religious sisters, um, to lead a rosary at the top of every hour from the Easter vigil through to Easter Sunday. And so if you go to our website, hallow.app, H-A-L-L-O-W.app, there'll be a banner at the top. You can sign up online, um, totally free. You just kind of pick whatever time slot you want, and then you'll get a, a link, a web link at that time you can access from any web device. Um, and it'll be a live stream of whoever's leading the rosary at the top of the hour, uh, followed by live streaming adoration.
1: And so you can just kind of check in whenever you'd like.
10: Exactly. Yeah, you can you want to do all 24 rosaries absolutely more power to you if you want to do uh one or any combination in between uh we'll be kind of praying around the world uh all 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 day the the idea there is uh even though we're all physically separated we're still one body and so joining kind of in community with uh
1: with the whole world and i'm assuming you're going to have some meditations to go along with the mysteries
10: um, yes. Yeah, so each, each leader will do it a little bit differently. Um, but there'll be some kind of personal, uh, reflections and, and, uh, some meditative overlays, uh, depending on who it is. We'll have some bishops doing some different things. Some will add the divine mercy chaplet. Uh, it'll be a, it'll be a pretty wide spectrum.
1: And you friends, you can check all this out. You can download it. Hollow.app, uh, is where you can go. I, I think that's, that's the website, right?
10: Yeah, that's the website. If you search, uh, Hollow, uh, H-A-L-O-W in your, in
1: your local app store, Uh, the actual app will come up as well. Yep, H-A-L-L-O-W. Is there a fee to download the app? The app is free to download. There is
10: permanently free content, including meditations on the daily gospel, daily examines, rosary, that's free forever. There's also an upgraded um, premium version that's an annual subscription. That's $60 a year. Um, We don't sell any ads or any user data, so that's how we uh, support the team. And and it comes out to about a, Thirty to forty percent discount to uh, to most of the secular meditation apps, but there's also the permanently free version.
1: Sounds good to me, man. Hollow app, check it out, friends. Go to your Apple Store or uh, Google Android uh, and, and check it out. Hollow, H A L L O W. Alessandro Desanto, thank you, Alessandro, for coming on, man.
10: Thanks so much. God bless. Have a great Easter. All right.
1: You as well. Sounds like a really cool initiative. The 24-hour rosary. Check it out, friends. Beginning Saturday night into Sunday evening. The Lord will rise indeed. Again, no show tomorrow, friends. Thank you. Make this a holy Thursday, will you? The best you possibly can. I know I'm going to try to do so in my family as well. As we enter into the cross on Good Friday and then come out of the tomb with our Lord. We will rise with Jesus Christ. He is risen. He is risen indeed. I'll talk to you Monday morning. Deacon Tony, would you give us your blessing?
2: Oh God, protector of all who hope in you. Bless your people. Keep them safe. Defend them. Prepare them that free from sin and safe from the enemy, they may persevere always in your love. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Amen. I am John Leonetti, friends. Be confident in Christ's mercy and his love today.
0: So living war of flowing through,
3: God, we thirst for more of you, fill our hearts and flood our souls with one desire, just to know you
4: and
0: you may.